You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Proverbs chapter 6. My son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands in a pledge for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth, you are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself, for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself, plead with your friend, give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes, he shuffles his feet, he points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart, tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the law a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread. And an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her shall not be innocent. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased, though you give many gifts. Every now and then, I come across a really amazing find on Facebook Marketplace. I like furniture a lot. And the best kind of furniture for me are mid-century pieces like tables, chairs, whatever, but being sold by hoarders that give a huge discount because they figure it's probably old and nobody else wants it. In a similar way, I think a lot of people don't really know what they're worth, so they settle for less. They lack motivation and vision for their lives. 
They make terrible choices, but that what they really need the most is to see their value through God's eyes. Matthew 13 verse 45 says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Proverbs 6 describes a worthless person. Not a person without potential, but a person whose potential is wasted on committing wrongdoing or just plain nothing at all. Jean-Paul Sartre explored the idea that no one really looks at the great artists and laments their wasted potential. Nobody says, if only da Vinci really painted what he was capable of painting. Because you see, at some point, we have to stop making up excuses for why we can't enter into God's calling on our lives. The proverb states in verse 6 that even an ant who has no captain, overseer, ruler, motivational coach, still gathers food and plans for the future. So how long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? Today is a brand new day full of potential. Only God knows what today will bring. Additionally, God does have purposes and plans He wants us to walk in by His Holy Spirit. Will we make up excuses? Perhaps today you're going to get a call from a hurting friend and you're tempted to push it off until later. Or seeing someone in need right in front of you and missing a good Samaritan opportunity. Or missing an opportunity to share Jesus with coworkers because we are having a bad day. Sometimes we have this idea of ourselves. Like, here's my ideal self. This is what I'm capable of doing. And at the same time, at some point, we have to admit who we are now is who we're choosing to be. Now, a worthless and wasted life doesn't just have to mean a person that's being lazy, but could also be a person who spends all of his energy and passion on committing evil rather than good that they were created to do. So we have in this chapter what's popularly known as the seven deadly sins. Here's a little side note from the ESV study Bible. Maybe you got confused as to why it says six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination. It's a literary device used to draw attention to the seventh item that might be easily overlooked otherwise. So each of these sins are going in the opposite direction of the way of Jesus. A proud look is opposed to a humble spirit. A lying tongue is opposed to speaking truth, which, by the way, Satan is the father of lies and Jesus is the truth. Hands that shed innocent blood are opposed to hands that work for justice. A heart that devises wicked plans is opposed to planning to be a blessing. Feet that are swift in running to evil are opposed to feet that draw near to God. A false witness who speaks lies is opposed to one who edifies and encourages. One who sows discord is opposed to one that brings unity. Now, we're not doing a full exposition on the seven deadly sins for today's devotion, but please understand the point. Whenever there's opportunity for evil, there's opportunity to do good. Whenever you are tempted, there is a way of escape God provides. Have you ever thought about maybe the enemy of our souls devises to tempt us away from an open door God is providing? What if we began to pray when we are tempted, Lord, 
help me see the situation with your eyes. The proverb ends speaking again about the immoral woman and the life wasted on fleeting pleasure of an adulterous relationship. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? King Solomon appeals again, don't fall into the trap. Your sin will find you out. Perhaps you've been convicted by the Holy Spirit as we talked about laziness, worthlessness, and wickedness. But the next step isn't to get serious, try harder tomorrow, beat yourself up. It's confessing it to the Lord, but then receiving and accepting His grace. It's knowing that Jesus Christ has finished the work on the cross apart from your and my effort even before we were born. His Holy Spirit is here to help us, but your worth is not tied to your work. It's tied to Christ's work. But when you understand that, doesn't that make you want to jump into the joy of entering his calling? Don't you want to see what he has in store for you on the other side of his invitation to follow him? Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.